asking maybe like aunties or uncles who can help you out. I think yeah, in essence of, of the togetherness, you can feel it more. I yeah. think yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, because in our wedding, there's also kind of like similar because we didn't really hire like a big catering or like a big event organizer. Mm-hmm. They were like friends of a friends, like mutual friends or our cousins or stuff. Okay, okay. So it's like um just people coming together to help to to organize our wedding and to make it the best night of our lives. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Unfazed with Tazzy Faye podcast, where we have casual, down-to-earth conversations about all sorts of topics. On today's episode, I will be talking to Geeta Savitri Devi, who is a YouTuber, author, and content creator with over 1 million followers. She is from Indonesia, but lives in Germany with her husband, Paul, and she makes captivating and engaging content not only about her life, but also about social issues. I actually met her back in 2017 when we were both YouTube creators for Change Fellows, and we've been connected since. I was making this video about weddings and trying to get advice about what I could expect for the next chapter of my life. And because she is so raw and honest in her content, I thought she would be a great person to ask an interview. We talk about everything wedding related, even deep down into the nitty gritty of relationships. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here it is. All right. So before we get into the actual questions that I sent you, um, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourselves? Um, I am Gita, and this is my husband. I'm Paul. And we are Indonesian, living in Germany. And yeah, I don't know, he's still a student. I work here. (laughs) That's it. You guys make YouTube videos together? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I also do YouTube videos, like Tasneem. That's how I met her. That's how I met you, actually. Yeah. Still doing it. Yes. I guess my first question is, how long have you guys been married? I think we got married on August 4th, 2018. Okay. Yeah, it's been almost two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay, two years. And um, when you look back, was it difficult adjusting to married life at first? For me, it is not because um, I told you that we've been together for a long time since 2012 and then the thing is if you are dating I mean without your parents and stuff not that we were doing like some kind of illegal stuff or something but it's more like you have nobody to rely on because Mm -hmm. you live here alone and he lives here alone so it's only both of us who have each other's back and supporting each other so before the marriage our bond was strong already you know and I know his best side and his worst side and also vice versa. So when we got married, literally one thing that changes was we lived together and then with this kind of like new status as a husband and wife. Okay. Looking back, is there anything that you wish that you knew before? For me personally, I, uh, I don't know. These things happen actually uh not before, uh, not after the wedding actually after uh, during the process of dating actually mm-hmm. so the things that i know the character about gita is because because he never dated anyone before yeah, like okay. also his first girlfriend so i have okay. the expectation about how the girlfriend should be and okay. how how it should be the the relationship itself but 
during the process of dating, I realized that, ah, okay, that's not true and all that. But after the wedding, it's actually it quite the same. same yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys didn't really feel like for, for a lot of couples, there's like a big change when they get married. So it sounds like for you guys, there wasn't like this big... I feel like I don't know about other couple that you uh, interviewed, but we really, really know each other that well. I think okay. because when we when we were dating, we went through those processes. Because before that, Paul was a Christian, and I and I'm a Muslim, so we had so many difficult conversation about us, about what we want to do in the mm-hmm. future, about our family, mm-hmm. about our background. So yeah. we've been through that process already. Mm-hmm. So that's why ad- there is no such thing as adjusting to the married life, except okay. yeah, like I said, except living together, except like probably I have to like do the dishes or blah 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 those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Sometimes we fight over like who's gonna who's gonna clean the I don't know those stuff. We're gonna do chores. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. It's more like gotcha. Yeah, no, so that's pretty refreshing, you know, this idea. Because I think for a lot of people, even in the West, like people will be dating for like eight years and then they get married. And then, I don't know, like it's like this big expectation because there's like these expectations of the roles of a wife or a husband. Um, But it sounds like you guys didn't really get pressured by any of that. But does that coming from like a Muslim couples or also like, you know, those... Uh, non-Muslim couples? I would say, I mean, Muslim, probably Muslim couples, I think it's probably heightened, but I think I've, I've, um, I hear that from both, you know, that Mm -hmm. there's this expectations or there's these traditional roles maybe that, um, put pressure on people, you know? Well, that makes sense. But for the non-Muslim, did they, did they not like, move in together before married normally that's what they do right 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 yeah i don't know <laughs> i couldn't yeah. say i don't know uh, <laughs> i'm just making my based <laughs> off of like really vague stuff that i know not really anything solid um i mean most of the people that i have been interviewing um have been muslim so i haven't um yeah, for for them it makes sense because you guys live with your parents right yeah and you don't really have to to spend 24 hours with your partner. Yeah. So that's why. It's a huge transition. Yep. And then you also kind of, there's a lot of restrictions around getting to know that person, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. Like even for me personally, I haven't spent a lot of time like in the same place, like FaceTime a lot. We've talked a lot over the years, but like as far as like being in the same place at the same time, we haven't really had a lot of that. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I think the from my experience, those kind of things, when I was in Indonesia, it was like when I was 18, that's name. I was, yeah. I was like a baby. But then I, when I moved back here, it's like, I'm, I was on, on my own, you know, literally without parents and stuff. Right. Right. And I, I have, cause I'm starting to get worried about getting homesick. I have moved away from home, uh, for university. Like when I went to college mm-hmm. and I, and I lived away for five years, but I was only an hour away. So it wasn't like, you know, my parents were always there and I saw them every weekend. But now it's like, okay, now I can't see. Why are you going to move after after getting married? Uh, Texas. 
Yeah. Oh. It's not that far away. It's like a two hour plane ride, but it's the farthest I've ever been away from Colorado. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the weather is going to be so different too, right? Yeah. And it's also really bad. Like as far as coronavirus, it's like the worst place to go. (laughs) So I'm kind of like. Oh my God. But I think there are a lot of Muslims in Texas too. So probably finding a community is not going to be that hard, I think. Yeah, there's, um, so I'm moving to San Antonio and in Dallas. Oh, where and, live. That's where what? Police also lives in Yeah, San she lives there. I did. I told her that and she's really excited. So um, <laughs> I'm excited too. I'm like, I don't, I've lived here for so long. I'm like, I don't know anyone who does YouTube. I'm like, wow, the one place I'm going, there's like somebody <laughs> I met from Creators for Change. So that's exciting. Um, but I guess, okay, so my next question is, is there anything you'd like to warn me about or something you would tell your past self before getting married any sort of advice I personally I don't know when I when my mom told me about like getting married finding a spouse or something she was kind of like fear mongering me in a way Mm -hmm. like Gita you have to find a spouse that is really good in I don't know like he knows a lot of like Islamic knowledge or something like okay. he can like lead you and stuff so she was she was a feminist but she kind of like just tell me those things that probably other parents would tell the the kids like if you are if you are the wife you have to understand your role and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then when I got into this kind of marriage stuff I didn't see those things okay because obviously I'm not that kind of like submissive woman if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like a rebel like I don't care if I don't like this I don't want to do it and stuff right right (laughs) and he's also not that kind of typical man like a is masculine a word for this I don't know for lack of better word like Mm -hmm. that kind of like leader exactly those kind of things He's not like that. So those kind of role in our household is so blurred. So okay. sometimes our friends would make fun of us like, Gita, you're the ones who, who is leading the family. So we have like <laughs> this this uh, sentence in German. We're saying like, du ziehst die Hose an. So you're the ones who are wearing the pants or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, wearing the pants. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. That's what people have been telling us. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, do you want to add something? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything you would be like, oh, I wish I could just go back and, you know, give myself this piece of advice or um, warn, warn, warn myself about before getting married? But what about you, though? I mean, what's interesting is he, come, he comes from like a very, uh, from a family that really care about the, the guys you know if you have okay. if you have a daughter then it doesn't matter but if you have a guy uh, if you have a son the son will carry the names of the family and stuff oh, okay like. so there's a lot of pressure exactly but what's interesting is i don't know like i think the role of husband and wife is also blurred in your head that's that's i find really interesting yeah but i mean yeah, uh, so I, I I look after my parents actually. So it's like my mm. my mother in my household is always the one that like kinda kinda lead the way mm. and my father like uh Yeah, same. So it's like the exam <laughs> example for my parent. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. So 
I think that's every every couples have their own like um, I don't know their dynamic. Own yeah, dynamic. So okay. uh, this uh, this uh, stereotype doesn't really yeah matter for you so you don't have like to have a lot of pressure to have like because when i think that uh how men should be or how husband should be mm-hmm. how i should be in the future as a husband and uh, when when i was still young like five years ago six years ago and uh and when i compare it now it's actually not that uh It's too much pressure that I put mm-hmm. to myself that I think that uh, you have to like just just do just what, just do yeah. just do what you can as and I think that your couple can like understand understand you and actually you don't you don't have to like do all the things that uh, what is in stereotype but yeah. yeah. I don't know in in Muslim community in America, but mm-hmm. in Indonesia in our culture now they're like a shift towards like mm-hmm. more conservative side of okay. Islam. So they also discuss a lot of things about marriage, about how husband and wife should be, mm-hmm. and they're now like coming back to those conventional type of mm-hmm. mindset where husband is the one who's leading the family and they're the one who's taking care of others, and wife. If you could just stay home, you have to stay home. That's okay. that's kind of like the thing now. And a lot of us, like those young people now, are trying to also go back to those kind of lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like on social media, you'd be seeing like, oh, you're my spouse. And, you know, those kind of like romanticizing the mm-hmm. husband yeah. and wife thing. Yeah. 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 And I think, I mean, here it's probably... A mix of things it's it's kind of hard to have one cohesive um like way of thinking here because even within the muslim communities it's like people are from everywhere so and then it also depends where you are like if you're in a big city like chicago or houston you have this like separation like you know people who are from somalia will start going to this masjid and then people who are from india pakistan whatever We'll start going to this masjid. The people who only speak Arabic go to this masjid. So that happens. But also when you live in like a small place where there's not a big population, then it's really a mix. And then you have masjids that are probably more liberal. You have ones that are like super conservative. So it it just really... But I think overall, like, yeah, there is this very, uh, I would say overall, if you're looking at everything... I think people still bring a lot of the traditional ideas of marriage um, from whatever culture they're immigrating from. Um, and so I think that's very much instilled in a lot of us. Um, and then like, you know, some of the things that you were talking about earlier, like you guys had really, it sounds like you guys really built a dynamic and you guys had established this relationship. And I think, I think a lot of Muslim couples don't really get to do that um, just because of how conservative maybe the cultures that their parents come from are. And so. Yeah. And for example, when the, that couple is trying to find the dynamic that doesn't necessarily fit the whole stereotypes, maybe the woman would be judged, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes I also feel like I was judged by, I don't know, maybe 
my followers or maybe my friends like sometimes I have to kind of like okay I don't have to be too harsh to my husband because people right. would think you know those kind of things and I don't want to appear too aggressive because I don't know I think being a woman I, I really hate to be associated with you're too aggressive to your husband to your blonde or you know what I'm saying yeah even though I don't really have a problem with it that's true I know you don't have a problem but then I really hate you know like when, yeah. when I heard the judgment exactly when I heard people like telling me you know you shouldn't be too harsh on you even my mom sometimes say me like that and she's actually the exact same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> but she like giving me nasiha and stuff you know you should be like that to your husband you know like yeah. look at him he's so pretty like You are exactly the same as your husband. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, you know, you brought up a point. I actually want to ask you more about, um, you said, uh, what were you saying? You were saying judgment. So judgment from like your followers. Um, and this is something that I think about a lot as I'm moving into the next step. But I'm wondering from your perspective, since you both um, are pretty open about you guys being together and your relationship on um, social media, I've thought about it a lot, whether or not I even want to share my relationship. And I'm wondering sometimes, you know, that negativity of, I'm scared that we haven't really built a relationship in person yet. And so I'm afraid that like people's comments or whatever can affect my thought patterns or like the way I perceive them. And so I kind of always was like, oh, I'm going to avoid like just not showing it at all. Um, so I'm wondering like from your, from your guys' experience, does that ever happen where you feel like comments can kind of shape or like infiltrate your relationship almost, if that makes any sense? Or yeah. the judgments? The thing is, um, my followers never really judge how we are together because apparently they see it i don't know i don't see it that way but they see it like we were not husband and wife okay because our somehow our relationship on camera or how they see it was like very casual mm -hmm. as if we were just friends or we we're just best friends mm -hmm. so they like those type of relationship you know right so we never really have like a comment that really judging like how we okay. are or how he is supposed to be or how i'm supposed to be okay I think. Yeah. Or, no. And you never see my comments. That's yeah. <laughs> But if, if I can give you some piece of advice, if you have those, those second thoughts that should I or should I not, just don't. Okay. I feel like if you have that second thoughts there, that's like kind of like a hint that you're not, there's some part of you that, not, that is not comfortable showing your relationship with with your husband yeah yeah no that makes a lot of sense and even even when i'm making content like this i'm like and i've thought about it many times i'm like if i am going to share it it has to be very intentional there has to be like a specific reason that i'm doing it or something behind it it's not just here you go i'm inviting you into my life you know so exactly because they don't know the boundaries like people who watch you they don't know the boundaries they don't yeah. know like they're going too far like infiltrating to your private private life mm -hmm. so you are the one who have the power to let them know guys this is too far i'm mm -hmm. not going to be showing you this or guys this is there's some part like the outer skin that you can see but not all of them you know it's, yeah everything is in your hand yeah for sure 
nice thing about <laughs> being a YouTuber, I guess. Um, so I guess my next question is, did you have a big wedding? Probably for white people, it's kind of big. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for Indonesian, it's quite a medium, small medium. size. But for you, maybe it's nothing. It's yeah. like maybe half of your Desi wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Ours were like probably 500s. Okay, that's that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I that's know. big by American standards. It's medium, probably according to our standards. Exactly. But like us, we had a list of like 600 people. And like when I tell people that, they were like, oh my God. <laughs> so, um, you know, we kept trying to bring that down. You're going to invite 600 people. No, 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 no. Not with this COVID. This was before pre-COVID. Before? Okay. You, you have 600 relatives? Oh, my God. You no, I wasn't going to do that. That was my dad's list. And then we brought it down to 400. <laughs> but, like, oh yeah. Uh, That's awesome. The fact that your your father could, could have a relationship with so many people, that's amazing. Well, we've been in one place for a really long time. So, like, we came here in 19... I was two years old, so if I do the math, like, 1993... Um, and we've been in Colorado since 1993. So like any, you know, like as far as like knowing people, Muslim people here or like people from different areas of the world, like my, my dad has, you know, when people move around, then it becomes a little bit more, you know, yeah. you just meet people as you go. But yeah. Can you do that? I don't think I can do that. I don't think so. I don't, I, you know what? We'll see because well, per- I don't think it's in my personality. I don't really like make a lot of friends anyway. So, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying because me too, I'm exactly like that. I don't know if I can make that deep connection that I would invite someone to my wedding, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think at least from like their perspective, it's more like you even invite the person who like works on your car. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, it, it doesn't have to be that deep of connection. It's more of a gesture like, you're important, you know, like a relationship management almost. Um, because there are some weddings, like I know some Arab people in Dearborn, Michigan. I have a friend who's like cousin is doing it, was doing it the same weekend as me. And she had a thousand guests. Oh my God. And I'm like, that I don't know. But I feel like at that point, you're just inviting everybody. Like exactly. anybody that you have come across. So really exhausted after the wedding. Like, oh, I've been smiling for this hours. Yeah. But so so you said you had a medium sized wedding by those standards, by Indonesian standards. Um, do you feel like your your wedding of what was it, five hundred people? Yeah, around do, do you feel like your your wedding was worth it? Yeah, for us, yeah. Because it was we intentionally went to Sumatra. So we actually lived in Jakarta. Jakarta is okay. like where our friends are, you know, but my family, most of them are in, in Palembang. Mm-hmm. And his family where is in Jakarta. Also, also in Jakarta. And also I would say hundred percent of our friends were in Jakarta. But we didn't have our wedding in Jakarta because we don't want to invite a lot of people because like because both of us have to be the one who finance finance the wedding. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking, we were really thinking about the financial uh, situation. So when we went to Palembang, so when we wanted to invite the people, be like, yeah, we're going to be having the wedding. Okay, so I'll give you the invitation, but it's not in Jakarta though. Are you going to come? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we still invite like, them, yeah. We still invite them, but we're telling them, 
it's fine. You don't have to come because it's not in Jakarta. Right, right. We're intentionally doing that. uh, So the one that really want to come? The one that are really close to us, you know, like our good friends. Like good friends of our standards, that means like they're really good friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't really make a lot of friends. (laughs) Right. I, I actually have been thinking about that for what we're doing now. So we ended up, because of the whole COVID situation, um, actually, I'll talk about that in a second. Let me just ask the last question, which is about COVID. So um, as somebody who can't have a proper like wedding um, due to COVID, I want to know if your wedding memory was something that was very important to you. Like, do you feel like I would be missing out because I won't be having the you know traditional wedding or whatever it may be? Well, I don't think so because knowing you, I think you are, you value the relationship with your husband most than celebration. I don't know. I might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. But I think you are that type of person that I don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, this COVID-19, you cannot control it. It's something that unprecedented, so, so to say. Right. So I think you you can... It's it's easier for you to let go and 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 not doing what everybody's doing and not end up having this like FOMO thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if it wasn't because of COVID, probably it would be harder. Mm-hmm. Because like, man, I should have had this big wedding, but for some reason, but now because of COVID, it's like a strong mm-hmm. kind of reason that you have. Yeah, and. And another point is, I think wedding is, it's those things that is just like a social construct kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's actually, to be honest with you, if, I'm, if I wasn't Muslim, I wouldn't be having any kind of wedding or I wouldn't be getting married. Okay. Because I didn't, if I, was a, if I wasn't a Muslim, I, didn't, I wouldn't see the point why I should be doing it. Okay. Because if I want, if I find someone who I really am comfortable with and want to spend the rest of my life with that person, I would just live together with that person. Right. Right. Like, why do you need to? Why do you need to have like a thirty thousand dollar party? Exactly. <laughs> and what are we afraid about? Is like this wedding business. When they hear the word wedding, they'll be like, "This is like the the." moment the event that you're gonna be experiencing only once in your life inshallah yeah. <laughs> so you have to you have to spend this 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 and that because you're not gonna be experiencing it again you know it's like they're kind of like like overpricing things yeah mm-hmm. they're playing on that sentiment that oh my god i'm gonna be missing out you know once in a lifetime once moment. in a lifetime experience it they're right. kind of like playing on that that's what i really hate the most kind of like manipulative in a way okay yeah no, the I business agree. itself. The business itself. So it's I, I feel like it's really good for you because of this COVID. You can really save a lot of money and not being played by those people who are doing the wedding business. <laughs> no, I agree with you 100%. And you're right. Like, if you put the word wedding in front of anything, like, you, they ask you, what is this for? Oh, it's for wedding? All right. I'm going to charge $200 instead of $100. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I don't understand why you have to like spend so much money for like doing the wedding makeup. Like, yeah. what's what's the difference between wedding makeup and a normal makeup? I don't know. Maybe you put more colors on your lips than you would normally do. Right. But that's it. Yeah. You know. No, I agree I, with you. I completely agree with you. And I actually so with COVID, 
initially, and I was talking about this to someone else also, it's well before COVID, I wanted something small. Like, it's just how I am. I don't really, I don't, I'm like, that's a lot of money wasted for no reason, like whatever. And I kind of, you know, got into it with my parents. Cause like I said, my parents have been here for a long time. They have like so many Pakistani friends and whatever. And so I was like, man, I don't want to do this. And then slowly, slowly, I started to see the value in a wedding. I went to my friend's wedding from college and she had like a full out blown Indian wedding. And as a guest, I had so much fun. Like it was so much fun. It's one of my favorite memories, you know, and I'm, I'm a good friend of hers, but I'm not like her best friend. And even I enjoyed it that much. And so I was like, started to see the value and traditions and all these things. And and then I started to, you know, do all the research and then slowly, like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm spending this much on this, might as well spend money on this. Or like, you know, it slowly starts to just <laughs> um, add up. And so I finally got to a point where I was like, I'm so organized. I have everything planned. It's like a three-day event. We're doing this. This many people are flying out. And then COVID happened. And then I got disappointed because I was like, I just did all this work. Mm-hmm. And I just like came mentally, I just came yeah. this whole circle, like just to get here. And now you're telling me I have to not do it and then do something small and so you know over with the mentality thing yes yeah and and that was I mean it sounds dumb because it's like it's what I wanted in the first place but for a little bit it was a disappointment because it was like there were so many like it was just up in the air like what's gonna happen I have no idea what's gonna happen no one's giving any answers things just keep getting worse um people wouldn't let me out of contracts that was the biggest thing that I have learned from this whole thing is I will not sign contracts with hotels and whatever anymore because after COVID, they're going to write this to just protect themselves. Like before I was able to get out of contracts just because, you know, this has never happened before, but now they're going to like write, write it in that you can't cancel a wedding. You have to postpone. Um, Cause that's what most places were doing. They would not give, yeah. And they won't give you your money back. Like it's just like a whole thing. Not even 50% of the money. Um, so, I mean, we were lucky enough that we hadn't given significant amounts of money yet. Like we had put down deposits, but, um, like there was one contract where we, we owed a huge amount of money by a certain date and they wouldn't let us out of that. And I'm like, legally, like it it was written in a certain way that only if, the event becomes illegal. And in the US, it never became illegal. There were only guidelines. There was nothing that made it illegal. So it was like, we're not having a wedding there, but we still have this contract that we have to pay this amount of money. Like it was just like a big mess. And I just fought a lot until I get out, could get out of it. But um, like, no, just looking now, I'm like, people are gonna, hotels are gonna like write things so that you can't postpone. Like no one wanted me to cancel. They wanted you to postpone. I'm like, postpone till when? This is what I really hate about like things that people do just because, you know, I think humans love to complicate things to benefit them. That's what mm-hmm. I really hate the most. Yeah. And then who who even thought of who came up with this idea of having like a big celebration for what I, I don't know who first started it. <laughs> I know. And the thing about Colorado that I could tell you specifically also is that and I don't know what your guys' experience is. Um, in Indonesia, but in Colorado, it was very difficult to find something within a reasonable price for what we were trying to do. Like, you're not going to get halal meat anywhere. I went to a lady. First of all, halal meat, it's like, you can literally go to the grocery store. It's like a couple bucks more than Mm -hmm. regular chicken from whatever. 
this lady tells me, she's like, okay, if you're going to do halal meat, first of all, their, their, their food was $35 per plate. She tells me, well, we can do it for $150 per person for halal. And I'm like, is what the lady, Muslim lady? No, that's what I'm saying. So, so it was so difficult to find like just normal things. I don't know. I told the lady, I was like, hey, this is like an Indian wedding because nobody knows what Pakistani is. Plus the groom is Indian. So I was like, can you guys make, <laughs> I was like, can you guys make Indian food? Or do you have any experience making Indian food? And she goes, um, well, our chef, he is Mexican. So I'm sure he can figure something out. And I'm like, you know, Mexican and Indian are not the same thing, right? Like, no, no, but, for white people, they're the same. I know, I know. That's, that's what made me mad when I talked to her. I was like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so now we just, um, we just decided to do it at home. We're getting like a tent in the backyard and just going to order food at home and just do... The thing yeah, I that I guess I always dreamed of. Yeah, that's, I think that's the best choice, you know? Yeah. Asking maybe like aunties or uncles who can help you out. I think yeah. in essence of, of the togetherness, you can feel it more, yeah. I think. Yes, 100%. Yeah, because in our wedding, that's also kind of like similar because we didn't really hire like a big catering or like a big event organizer. Mm-hmm. They were like friends of a friends, like mutual friends or our cousins or stuff. Okay, okay. So it's like um, just people coming together to help to to organize mm-hmm. our wedding and to make it the best night of our lives, so to okay. say. Yeah. yeah. And so like my memory too. personally during the ceremony is like with the closest ones. So I don't really remember the, uh, people like, who 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 wasn't really close to me like yeah. the close friend the close family yeah. who was there and we shared the happiness that's what's what's my what's my memory from the wedding itself. Yeah. okay so, even yeah. there like some of my my mom invited like my some of my followers uh-huh. she was she did <laughs> I was, that's crazy yeah, yeah. yeah was, some of my followers flew to Palembang. I was like, oh my God. Wow. You, and Nadine actually met all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Some, like, yeah, it was like, oh How did your God. mom get a hold of them? I don't know. Like, apparently <laughs> she wants to. But it was like so creative. And it was, oh my God. I never, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never thought about that either. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was like very crazy. But, it was fun. It was fun. But it will be really exhausting. I'm telling yeah. you. Don't forget to eat. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> Please eat. I mean, you have like those the in the backyard. You must be having uh, some delicious Pakistani food. Yeah. I will definitely eat it. I actually, I used to do wedding photography. And I learned that really the hard way. I didn't eat the whole day when I was doing someone's wedding. And like, we were right at the end of the night, they were doing dances and I was trying so hard not to throw up. Cause I get, I get like really bad migraines mm-hmm. and then I get nauseous and then I have to puke. So I, after that day I learned, I was like, uh, uh-uh. like I have to make sure that I eat. Otherwise, even on my own wedding, otherwise it's not going to end well. Are you going to like wear all of this traditional clothes and stuff? Yeah, so I, I actually, I went to Pakistan in uh, December, um, and so I had already ordered clothes, which is a big issue that I guess people are having now. Um, so I have, thank goodness I have that part like down and ready, and 
my cousin had shipped it right before. Yeah. So I'll be all decked out. All decked out. What's the color? Uh, it's red. It's just a red oh, dress. Oh, nice. So pretty. Yeah. I can't wait to see like this henna and this big kind of things, you know? Yeah. No, the jewelry, the jewelry finally came yesterday and I've never worn like anything like, you know, these things. So I have to figure out, I have to watch some YouTube videos and figure out how to even put them on. But you have to put it on yourself. I think some of the, I don't know, your the aunties will help you, I believe. Yeah, there will be yeah, people. I'll try. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, oh my God, you have no idea. Let me help you. Yeah. No, I I definitely am gonna need help that day, and I'm sure. Actually, because my mom has been calling people, everyone's been saying that they're like, "What can we do? Do you want us to cook something? Yes. Do you want us to do this? Do you want us to do that?" So, yeah, I'll take any help I can get at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So you guys will see pictures. <laughs> You'll see how it turns out. Um, but those are pretty much all the questions that I had for you. I'll let you know when the videos go up. Um, and then I'll probably reach out to you to send you a thank you gift for participating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are the best. Now, if you want to be the even more bester person, you can go ahead and leave us a rating, a review here on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. That would help us out. I mean, if you're like extra, you know, just trying to help me out, you can also leave a little money on the Anchor FM. Um, I think there's a donation area, something like that. So sponsors support something. But either way, uh, even if you don't, I appreciate you guys listening anyway. And uh, if you want to check out Gita, you can find her on YouTube, on Instagram at Gita Sav. If you want to hear more from me, you can check out my YouTube channel, Tazi Faye, uh, for longer videos about the topics of marriage and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, until next time, this is Tazi Faye out. Bye. Bye.